Every day is for the girls, okay? Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Hey. Welcome to our podcast. This is Women Can't Parlay. I'm Jess. I am Rainy. How's it going? What's up? What's new? What's going on? Tell you what's new for us. We're recording this on a Sunday afternoon, (laughs) evening rather. Correct. Um, Yeah. Um, We kind of mentioned it last episode, but our recording schedule is a bit off this week. Our dear Rainy is traveling and she will be (laughs) unavailable. So, you know, bear with us. It's going to be a kind of a weird week just because, um, you know, definitely won't have a lot of preview and predictions for next week, but we're going to try to work them in. We're also recording Sunday evening, so we're not going to have anything to report thus far on the big Brady Belichick game and the Monday night football game. So just fair warning there. Obviously, a lot of the NFL games just happened within the last like you know, six hours. So a a lot of the things that we'll be recapping will probably be a bit surface, barely getting, you know, time to digest what's even happening. So, but we'll get through it. We'll get through it. We just want to let you know, it just might be a bit of a weird week for us, but all is well. We are inching closer to our one year anniversary. Don't forget. (laughs) We're just making it the end of October, but, um, Obviously, if anyone, you know, cares to support us, please (laughs) like review, give us a five star rating, share our podcast with your family and friends and loved ones. I think uh, I don't I think we set a couple goals for that. I don't know if we're I think we're not. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think we said I'll have to go back and look at our state bingo card. I haven't looked at that in a while. But I know we had recently gotten like two, but I think we still had like three states left, which were North Dakota and and Wyoming, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So those were the big three that we were missing, um, which could be attainable. You never know. And then um, the 10,000 listens by the end of the month. It's not impossible, but it's certainly going to be a stretch. So we'll definitely need to to push for listeners. If we have any, any, uh, any hopes of hitting that. So, so please, if you would help us out there, no worries. If not, we'll still keep plugging along, but yeah. In addition to, we have a really awesome website to talk about with you guys. (laughs) These are our partners, dimers.com. They have teamed up with online sports book, twin spires as the official season launch content partner to kick off the NFL season established in 1996 for horse racing twin spires formerly known as bet America is owned by the famous Churchill downs. It's sports book, which launched in 2018 has been brought under the twin spires name to provide American betters with a complete sports betting horse racing and casino platform currently available in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee with New Jersey also launching shortly. Twin Spires are currently offering dimers.com readers a $1,000 risk-free bet upon signup. To sign up and to support this podcast in the process, head to our official page, dimers.com slash women can't parlay, click on the Twin Spires link and follow the prompts to sign up. Thank you. And you're welcome. Go check it out, everyone. Oh, my goodness. Anything else before we dive into this weekend's games? Um, no, I can't take myself seriously with my hair like this, but I'm definitely not washing it before <laughs> yeah. I travel tomorrow. So <laughs> for those at home that don't know, Rainy has fully crimped, crimped hair, hair crimped hair right now, like legit 80s crimped hair. <laughs> it's giving me volume I haven't had in years. So I'm like selfishly really don't want to take it out ever. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I think I feel like it's made a weird like comeback, but not that extensively. No, yeah. My entire head is <laughs> crimped. <laughs> I do like your hat though. Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, weed and boys. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually just got it. It's kind of badass. Um, 
Like even the snaps are like, Oh, that's sick. I know. Right. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, it's funny because I feel like our last episode, I was so chaotic and like, I was running crazy and you were running crazy. And now that we're recording on a Sunday, we're like, shit, we don't have anything to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) This is probably the best for our listeners. They're probably tired of hearing us talk about our personal lives. Be constant shit shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I should have, maybe I should have just drank all morning. Really, really spice this thing up. (laughs) Yeah. I should have actually day drink. I know. I'm like, what am I going to do this week with all this time? Well, yeah, I know it sucks for me because there's going to be no time. It's like 90 to nothing all week because it's. Yeah. Which I mean, I won't have all that much time. It's just like on Tuesdays, I can't ever really like do anything else after work because we record. And if it's not on Tuesday, it's usually on like a Monday or a Wednesday. So it's one, you know, and then I, and then we got to get the pod out. So this week it'll be different in that. I really won't have to like be tied down, you know, a specific evening and we'll have, you know, a lot of time to be sure the pod's ready. So it came out late. Last <laughs> yeah. Week. yeah. Well, life happens. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. Well, we'll just go ahead and get into it. Save you all the time <laughs> of us not having anything to talk about beforehand. So <laughs> yeah. Um, college football week five in review, we're seeing just a continuing trend of the chaotic road. Yeah. Although I do think this week we kind of have a solidified top two teams that are really pulling away from the rest of the field. But with that being said, the rest of the field is very much still up in the air. I think we saw like four top teams lose this week. Um, like seven or eight in the top 25 lost. So I think right now it's really like a large race or a race for third place that kind of rhymes. So with that being said, just want to start off with a couple of one-offs that like, I'm not really going to get into like heavily, but just kind of want to mention them um, and get it out of the way. Cause I just don't have much to say about like much to say about each of them, but like to start us off, Clemson almost losing to Boston College. Yeah, what the fuck? I mean, I have all but written them off this year. I mean, even if they started to figure something out, especially on their offense, I just don't know that it's going to matter anymore. Yeah. They themselves also just don't seem to be trying to figure it out or make adjustments. I mean, I just feel like week after week, it's like, I'm not exactly expecting more, but I just keep thinking like, especially because of some of my takes on some of these other teams that we'll get into. It's maybe I need to give them a little more credit or whatever. And it's just like, no, I really don't think so. I really think they are just like dead in the water at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll see, but they're really just, it's, it's not. Yeah. I feel like they're pulling out like a couple wins where they, yeah, like this one, for instance, but like, yeah, but I don't think it really, it, to me, it's not saying anything about their team at this moment. Like there's just other things that end up being involved and it's like, well yeah not it's definitely well I mean it's it's just saying that to me they can't contend with yeah anybody even though it's a pretty even playing field this year with like we said the exception of maybe the top two teams but I don't think they can contend much with even the mediocrity that we have in most of the field yeah so we'll see shocker but it is what it is Uh um another Sort of big head. I mean, I would say a, a larger headline, but one that I just don't have like a whole whole lot to say about it is Oregon losing to Stanford in overtime. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge headline for sure. Um, I know everyone, especially Oregon fans, kind of were on that hype when they came out and just beat Ohio State early on in the mm-hmm. season, shocking the world. But in all fairness, this is really on brand for the Pac-12. I don't really want to pick on them too, too much considering like all the power five teams are kind of stepping on their, to- their own toes. If that's even a saying, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just like super disappointing for Oregon fans and it's yeah. just kind of, like I said, on brand here. So, but I don't think it means like it's completely over for Oregon. Like the beauty of the season, like we've said a bajillion times is I think everyone still hanging in there has a fighting chance just simply because there are not many teams that stand out right now, but 
Right. Um, I mean, they probably don't need to lose any more games, but <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, but I think they have, that's, that's some things that they have like in their credit or in their favor being in the pack 12. Yeah, for so. sure. Totes. Um, another team I just wanted to kind of lightly mention is Iowa. This is a team that really does need to be in the conversation. Like they're playing really well. They have an amazing ability to force turnovers. Um, they, they were in one of the few like undefeated battles still this season. Uh, they went up against an undefeated Maryland, beat them 51 to 14. So although I, again, I don't know that they're just like a standout shining star, but I think they're certainly going to be competitive this season and, you know, should not be overlooked. And I don't think we've really talked about them a whole whole lot on this podcast. So I wanted to start introducing them as well, because I think we'll definitely be talking to them, talking about them as the season progresses. Yeah. Getting into some more, some more of the conversation here with games that I actually like was interested in and watched Cincinnati, Notre Dame. This was another undefeated team matchup this week. Cincinnati beats Notre Dame 24 to 13. Like almost the whole game. Didn't Notre Dame not even score until like the third or fourth quarter? Yeah, I think it was, I think they scored there in the third. Either way, terrible. Like, yikes. Yeah, I mean, and, and I do think that, you know, Notre Dame, like you said, yeah, they were scoreless in the first half. They also held Cincy to just one touchdown in the second half. But I think a big game changer for Notre Dame, because they ended up making a run at the end, you know, ultimately, obviously it wasn't enough to win, but there was a moment there where you kind of saw a glimmer of hope that was like, okay, like Notre Dame actually could come and pull this out. I mean, not that I was like rooting for Notre Dame. I had, you know, I do not have like a vested interest in either of these teams. The big game changer for me was the quarterback situation. So Notre Dame has a quarterback battle sort of on their hands, I would say. Um, They've been playing Jack Cohen with Buckner as the backup, I believe. But it was Drew Pine that came into this game and made the comeback for Notre Dame this past Saturday, which I think has people questioning, has people talking as to like what they should do moving forward. Yeah. I don't think Pine necessarily is some like, you know, rising star either. Like, I mean, he came out and he did work. I don't know that it's like super impressive where it's just like the question was answered, but I do think a lot of people are going to be gunning for him to be the starter. He seemed a lot more mobile. He seemed to be able to do a lot more with the offense and it just seemed like a fresh start really for them almost. And Notre Dame has just been one of those teams that like, they've kind of had this weird mix of like the right amount of luck timing. And then like the lack of like, what am I trying to say? The lack of like talent in their opponents to where they've really been able to finagle their wins together and it's worked for them, but it can't go on forever. Like at some point the pumpkin, whatever Cinderella, the clock's going to strike midnight. And I guess it kind of did. They got a loss here, but you know, again, another team that's lucky that there's lack of competition at all this season, because I think with some adjustments, they could potentially contend, but they're certainly going to have to really pull some stuff together offensively for sure. So we'll kind of see what happens there on that quarterback race. One of the biggest topics this weekend, I guess, would be Arkansas, Georgia. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so Georgia shuts Arkansas out and Arkansas, you know, coming off their big win of A&M and Texas really too. I mean, those have been big games for them. And I think those were impressive wins. I don't want to take those away from Arkansas. And I will say too, I think this, I think this game does say a lot more about Georgia than it does about Arkansas, because I I do think Georgia is that secondary team that is you know, up there with Alabama, that's really pulling away from the field. Right. Well, and on both sides of the ball, right? Like offense and defense, like their defense, especially this game. I I think they certainly struggled, you know, earlier in the year with some teams off offensively, their defense is elite. Their defense is excellent for sure. Obviously I think it was easier for them to score against Arkansas who doesn't have the greatest defense, but 
I think you're right. I think they're a great, they're a more well-rounded team than some of these other teams we've got in, you know, the top 10, top 25, which is why they may be the only team that can contend with Alabama at this point. Yeah. Um, So I just, you know, although I'm, I'm, and I don't think Arkansas should get more credit than they deserve. I think they're a mediocre team. I do not think that they're a great team. I don't know. I don't think they'll even really be able to contend for a playoff spot. I don't think that what they've done this season should be taken away because of this game either. I think Georgia just really is that good. Yeah, I agree. So this is their second consecutive shutout. So they play Vandy. Yeah. Yeah. Which Vandy sucks. So like, well, yeah, but still very cool. Like two consecutive shutouts. So like not even one fucking point on the board. And the last time they did that was like 1980, which was their last national championship season. Interesting so, stat. Interesting yeah. stat. Yeah. I love so, this. I love Rainy coming in with a good stat for us. You know, I do love those. Like, <laughs> how does it all fit together. Why does it make sense? I'm like, that's why that's cool. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I knew I going into the game, I did, did think it was going to be tough for Arkansas to score on Georgia, yeah. but I thought that they would be able to. And I just kind of like looking at it with them being an underdog, getting 17 and a half points. I really thought they could cover that. I took Arkansas. I was clearly dead wrong there. (laughs) Um, And that was just me, I think, underestimating Georgia, really. Like when I look back, I knew Georgia had a good defense and I knew it would be difficult for them to score, but I didn't think it would be impossible for them to score. So that was me completely underestimating Georgia. Fair. Yeah, they're five and oh now. So yeah. Like I said, I think at this point, they're really the one or number one or number two team. Hard to say, you know, where they're at against Alabama. Mm-hmm. But I think that at this point, they're the only team that I see that can really contend with Alabama. Yeah. So we'll Agreed. see. Agreed. Um, another big game this season, speaking of Alabama, would be mm-hmm. Ole Miss, Alabama. Yikes. We see uh, Ole Miss coach Lane Kiffin eating his words a little bit before the game, he was, you know, a quoted saying what I said a lot of it. Like, yeah, I mean, that's not how I am competitively. So it's like, it's so cringy for me when other people are like, get your popcorn ready. Yeah. <laughs> also kind of, kind of a cringy <laughs> statement just by itself anyway, like regardless of how the outcome was, but then yeah, saying that yeah. and then going out there and playing like they did coaching, like he did play calling, like he did kind of just a little, uh, I don't know, a little lacking in your, in your, uh, mentality to me. Yeah. Like he totally was allowing the whole, like, you know, he used to play under Saban and now he's, you know, he's going to be the one to like dethrone Nick Saban or something, which did you know that Nick Saban is like 24 and O against coaches, that used to coach under him. I did not so know like, that, but it doesn't surprise me, I guess yeah. either. But and I mean, I, and but that, no, I did not know that. That's wild. Next weekend they play AM, right? Also used to coach under Nick Saban. So he got it. AM wins, he'll be 25 or 24 and one. If Alabama wins, he'll be 25 and 0. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. I'm going to guess that Alabama's going to win that. Yeah. Especially considering A&M lost to Ole Miss this week. Yeah. So yeah, they are, they are spiraling a little bit. Although I do think Ole Miss, I'm sorry. I do think, wait, sorry. Timeout reverse that. I think I've just mixed all of that up. A&M lost to Mississippi state this week. Yeah. I think I said Ole Miss. Yeah. Which I then said they're A&M spiraling. I would like to correct that statement. I think that Mississippi State is maybe a little bit better than they look on paper because they kind of got fucked in that Memphis game and their other loss was to LSU by like just a couple points, which I mean, I'm not making excuses for that and I don't really give a fuck about Mississippi State. Yeah. But I will say like, if you kind of look at like their, you know, total yards and everything. And if you look at it from like that perspective, Mississippi state outplayed both of those teams just didn't score more points. So I think they are a better team than maybe they look on paper, like I said, but I don't, I'm not saying that they're like, you know, 
right. Alabama status or even fucking right. 15th place status. Like I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. <sighs> Hard to form. Totally picking up, put I'm like, back. it's so weird. I'm just like going to say like, it's so weird recording this on Sunday. I am like not in the right mindset oh, at all to do this. Neither am I. I am not in the right mindset. We have like half of the information that we normally have. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, I don't know what my deal is. I think this day has just like flown by and it's just been a weird thing. And just like mentally, I'm like not even able to form sentences right yes. now. So, that's, that's so apologies to everyone. <laughs> Yikes. Lord um, help us. But yeah, at the end of the day, A&M, I'm sorry. At the end of the day, Ole Miss got their ass beat by Alabama. I'm certain yes. it'll happen to AM next week too. Yeah. And yeah, like we were kind of talking about, I think the question now is who's the better team, Alabama or Georgia? I kind yeah. of like think it could be Georgia. Train beers. Train beers. Oh my God. Um, yeah. That'd be a really damn good game. I would I wish there I wish they were playing like next mm-hmm. week, but they're you know not. So I know. I know. Yeah, we won't see them play in the regular season. So that's kind of a bummer, but but yeah, that could be uh I think that's our one and twos. Yeah, agreed. And I think good news for Georgia, I'm pretty sure they have a pretty a fairly easy schedule from here on out. So mm-hmm. that's good for them. And I think bodes for the conversation that I do think they'll be in the top one or two. Mm-hmm. Um but it is something to keep in mind in terms of how good are they? You know, like I do, I have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure their schedule gets like easier and easier. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that Alabama has as easy of a schedule, but yeah, Alabama makes every team look easy some days. So I know we shall see. <clears throat> um, another game I wanted to discuss today, Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, one of my winning bets this week, I really Please. thought that Michigan was the play there. They were actually the underdog and they won and, and won so pretty handily. So, um, yeah, that's the first time they've won as an underdog under Harbaugh under him as a coach. Cause like, so I guess it was like 2013 was the last time they were an underdog, an underdog and, won. and won. that is a wild stat, right? That seems like just like probably impossible, you know, like, I, know. I mean, by probability, by like a percentage chance seems impossible. Yeah. That's nuts. I know it's crazy. It's also their first win in Madison since 2001. Yeah. They're pretty, you know, pretty big, you know, rivals, I guess you would say, but with Michigan's win, I do think it's important to once again, state that I think their wins are a bit clouded by their opponent's talent, or I guess lack thereof. I think I would like, I don't want to totally discredit Wisconsin, but I just don't think they're very good this year. And that's why some injuries going on to like some big, like key players that isn't helping the cause. Right. Absolutely. And I just, that's kind of going into the game. I was really shocked that Michigan was the underdog there. I thought maybe it was a trap and that I was going to regret that, but (laughs) I was going with my gut there and it paid off you know, thankfully I do think I have to like hand up sort of retract, I guess, maybe not retract, but rethink, you know, my statements last week about Ohio state, because Mm -hmm. I think that I, along with a lot of people are probably now flipped on Ohio state, whereas we maybe discredited them too early because of their early struggles. But now it's like, they've been kind of flying under the radar a little bit. And they're really putting some things together. Now, I think their defense still needs a lot of work, but offensively, their quarterback's gaining experience, really starting to come together. And they're putting together wins now, too, to where I think they're still relevant to the conversation. And I think they could be up there to contending for a playoff spot for sure, for sure, at the end of the season. You know, I think I was putting a lot of like talk about Rutgers playing Michigan and then Rutgers turning around and playing Ohio State and thought that if Rutgers could cover Michigan, I certainly thought they could cover 15 against Ohio. I was wrong or I'm sorry, against Ohio State. I was wrong about that. Ohio State, the uh, Ohio State beat them well above 15 points, yeah. um, but I don't really like to do that either. I don't like to look at how 
you know, both teams play in one team, you know, things can change throughout week to week. I know a lot of people do that. I'm not saying it's totally invalid, but I think that if Ohio state and Michigan were to play tomorrow, I think it would be a really great game, but I kind of think Ohio state might be the better team there. Yeah. Fair. But they will play at some point, probably closer to the end of the season, but you know, they're both in the big 10. So we will see that game, but a lot could probably happen between now and then I'll have to look up when that game is. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't really think I have much more on Ohio state. Well, we originally started talking about Wisconsin, Michigan, um, don't really have much there. Like I said, I think Ohio state Rutgers was the next game, but I kind of already like jumped into that. I don't really have much more to say on that. Any other games this weekend that you have that you want to discuss? Again, really zero opportunities to look ahead for next week, especially because like lines aren't even out yet or anything. I will note Texas OU is next weekend. Um, This is, you know, always typically a really good game. It's such a huge rivalry, especially down here in our parts. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's one of those games where literally anything can happen. And although I don't want to imply that there are not like impacts to either team for the results of this game, but I do like to not take it so literally in terms of that it's a rivalry game. Like sometimes in a rivalry game, the shittiest team can step up and play that game and win. You know, it's like, that's just how it works. I think this will be interesting to see between OU and Texas, like where they're at, but it's so hard to take too literal because of how like crazy these games usually are neutral site at the cotton bowl. I typically will lean over on these games. So, or lean to bet the over. So I'm going to look to hit and see like what this, over is set at as soon as the line comes out. Um, because if I'm going to bet it, I'm going to bet it early because I'm sure it will move. So I'm going to kind of look out for that, but it doesn't mean that I'm like automatically going to bet it either. Mm -hmm. I love when a perfect transition presents itself (laughs) because what better headline to transition with coming out of college football and into the NFL than with this, Mm-hmm. Um, Urban Meyer is in a little bit of hot water right now. <laughs> I can't with that video. Yeah. So video pictures, video and pictures are coming out from last night of Urban Meyer out at a bar, Ew. getting a little cozy with a little couple, like a blonde girl and another young girl, young yeah. females. Obviously, we don't know a lot about it. He has not commented on this, at least not yet. The Jaguars have not commented on this, at least not yet. But the rest of the world has. The rest of the world has commented. Yes. Twitter was on fire yesterday. I don't know. Very interesting. We'll see what happens there. I thought it was funny because for there was such a conversation of is it him or not? And it's like, Obviously it is like yeah. whether it was actually this weekend or some other time, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I like, I even saw, which I mean, again, any of these things can really be doctored in this day and age, yes. but like I saw people on Twitter who are like, must've been friends with this girl on Snapchat. And they were like screenshotting her snapping pictures being like, I mean, I, I don't remember what the exact word said, but it was like, she could tell he was like famous or like well-known, but she didn't know who he was. So she was like asking like her friends, like, who is this guy? He's hitting on us and stuff. So like the dates and everything matched up. So yeah, I mean, obviously we'll kind of have to see how this unfolds. I think at some point, someone will have to comment on it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It wasn't exactly the best look. I don't know. No, it's and it's, did you watch it? It's so awkward. Yeah. It's very awkward. I'm like, why are your hands there? Unless you're doing something and I don't want to know, but like, it is weird. It is gross and cringy yeah which i may have to look this up but i'm pretty sure urban meyer is the guy that a few years ago made like a it was like a family contract or something that or like he made he made promises to his family when he took that job at ohio state and he was like i'm making this i think it was like a family contract and i'm yes 
Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Hold on. Yes. It was, I I remember it being hilarious. Hold on. I want to look it up. Yeah. Because I feel like this is like, uh, and I don't like, I think this was several. I mean, obviously when he, like, what was that? Like 2016, 2015, when he went to Ohio state, I feel like. So let me see. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I don't think this was in the family contract, Urban. Like, yeah, when I say is Urban Meyer holding up that family contract? Okay, so the contract, the contract has like what ten bullet points, I think. Oh my god, this is it. <laughs> so number one, my family always comes first. That's an F. lies. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> lies. Number two, I will take care of myself and maintain good health. That could still be in check. I don't really know. Sounds pretty accurate. Um, number three, I will go on a trip once a year with Nikki at minimum. Number, f- I mean, I, I don't think that was Nikki, but you know, yeah, I this, hope fucking not. Yeah, let's all hope not. And yeah, that's another conversation. Yeah, it's a whole other day, whole other podcast. Oh. Number four, I will not go more than nine hours a day at the office. Well, he wasn't at the office. Yeah, that's true. So that one might be upheld. Number five, I will sleep with my cell phone on silent. You know, he probably still is doing that in case this bitch tries to call. Especially now, the amount of times he's probably being tagged on Twitter right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely going to have to silence the phone. So I think we got a check mark there. Um, Number six, I will continue to communicate daily with my kids. Okay. Might still be doing that. I cannot confirm nor deny that. Yeah. Number seven. Yeah. Number seven. I will trust God's plan and not be over anxious. He looked very chill. He looked looked pretty calm. I don't know if that was uh, induced. Really God uh, (laughs) thing or yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could be God's plan. Like that could be his best defense was like, this was God's plan. Yeah. Um, This one is. Yeah. This, I remember this one. Uh, number eight, I will keep the lake house. God forbid. I hope the fucking <laughs> lake house is intact. Oh, oh God. Yeah. I don't even want to know about I that. I love that that is like a, like, I wonder what I would love to break down this contract with urban Meyer. Like, was he wanting to sell the lake house and the kids and the family are like, we're it not is? selling the lake house. And he's like, I commit Probably. to keeping the lake house. Probably. Number Which, nine. Oh, sorry. Oh God, there's more. No, keep yeah, there's going. There's 10. There's 10. Oh, Number nine. I will find a way to watch Nikki and Gigi play volleyball. God, I hope you held that up. No kidding. Um, <laughs> Number 10 is funny too. Number 10. I will eat three meals a day. Oh, I'm not even It's such an old dude thing, by the way. Like when, when men hit a certain age, they just like stop fucking eating. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, like, those are just like, some of those are just commitments for himself, not his family. <laughs> like, well, but I think that's because like all of those are unhealthy habits, right? Like if you never turn your phone off, if you don't eat the proper amount of nutrients you need, like all of this is like all about him. Well, I would imagine Minus his family doesn't give a fuck if he eats six or one meals per day. He just needs to be a better like father and husband. I would just in per- where this in is person. Yeah, yeah. Cause here's person. what sucks. Here's what sucks. Like you're 57 years old and have been in the spotlight for a long time. And now your wife who is at home, who tweeted already in response, not to that, but oh, I was like, had, she did. Well, no, they had, he had posted something or some players or somebody like posted about him being back and like celebrating a birthday. And then his wife like retweeted, commented or whatever, and said with a picture of her and like the grandkids or something saying, Meanwhile, I'm babysitting. Um, oh, I'm like, that. Buddy deserved a night out or something. So it was like, a, I took it as like a playful job. And it was funny because it was before all the videos came out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I was like, the, man, the table this sucks for her. her. Yeah. yeah. This sucks for her of and the so, kids. Like, it's just embarrassing. If the video came out of my dad, let it, ew. Like, yeah, the, I'm embarrassed for them. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, and it's just, I think it's just to add to it. There's just like the Jags are Owen four now. And like, he's, you know, there's yeah. all these rumors circulating that he, well, not even know that these are rumors. Yeah. Like, I think he's maybe made comment about like not loving the sport of football or something to that effect. And yeah. now all these rumors are swirling with Stanford or I'm sorry, with USC. USC's coach being fired. 
that yeah. like that's like a thing they're trying to get or fuck i just hit my mic uh they're trying to get urban meyer to usc so it's just like with all of this like swirling yeah. and then for this to come out it's just like oh my god like here we go it's the o- urban meyer show this should be uh-huh. very interesting absolutely i'm like so soon like so many bad decisions and in his defense i'll do one like devil's advocate thing it does honestly look like he doesn't know what he's doing there and like he just can't get up because like every time he tries to get up she's like dancing on him but i know that's not really what's going on i'm just saying if that would be the only nitpick thing that would make me think like it could be yeah i mean certainly could be argued that the like from just the picture and just the video yeah. Like you could say, oh, she came up, these girls came up, got a picture, and then they were like booty dancing on me and I was trying yeah. to stop it. And that's why my hands were there. I don't know. Yeah. Cause I wanted to block her. Yeah. Certainly. <laughs> but I do think there are more vids and pictures and things coming out too that aren't yeah. going to like, you know, at some point that's going to get a little hard to continue to like. Yeah. I'm waiting for those that to happen. Right. Cause this always happens where now it's going to blow up. Nobody's going to say anything. They're going to say something and then more shit's going to come out Yeah, and then he's going to have to backtrack. I mean, yeah. well, people probably won't let this one go. And, no. um, also what would Tim Tebow think? Oh my God. Well, I'm- Tim Tebow's making him a little, a little band with Jordan Rogers or whatever. <laughs> so I'm sure he's just fine and distracted. <laughs> well, maybe Tim Tebow, needs to come back and be urban Myers, like, you know, life coach on how to, Oh yeah. He should be his Tony Robbins. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Uh, um, coach for the Jaguars. I was like, "Eh, I don't know about that. No, God, no. (laughs) Fuck. What do you mean? Coach? He's still a player. (laughs) (laughs) Recently come off. Uh, no, he, did we talk about that? He ended up getting a, a job uh, with like what the sec network, um, which I kind of sort of predicted. So, yeah, yay, but doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. So moving into NFL Thursday night, obviously we kind of already touched on it, but the Jaguars lose to the Bengals. Um, however, they did cover, which was good. Cause I took yeah. Jags to cover. Yeah. I also, I feel like I do so much better gambling on like these random Mondays and Thursday night games where I only have to like focus on one game yeah. versus like Sundays like the NFL is kicking my ass and Saturdays too here recently like the first couple weeks of college football I was doing excellent and I think a lot of it is because I didn't have the NFL to also distract me and now trying to do both is just getting to be too much so I'm trying to cut down on the the amount of games but it's so hard because you don't know which games you want until you really start working through all of them and then by the time you've worked through all of them you're like, like, I've already done it. all this work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult. I'm trying to like find a good balance. And then I yeah. have all my leans and I have all of my work. And then it's like, I'll pick the five or six that I feel like are my best ones. And then those don't do good. But then the ones that I picked, like the other ones that I didn't play do better. So it's yeah. just like, so fucking annoying. But wow. on this past Thursday, I had Jags plus seven and a half, I think whatever it was and Trevor Lawrence to be an anytime touchdown score at plus 400. So that was a good hit. Both of those cashed. Um, so that was awesome. But yeah, I mean, we finally got to see Trevor Lawrence, like actually be able to kind of get something done. And I really thought the Jaguars were going to win that game. I mean, they were doing very well and had a very big lead, but the Bengals, they came back and they're really, you know, proving us that they are not just going to be a layup team this year, I guess. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, moving on into Sunday, which is today. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, given that we are recording this on Sunday and we both know that we watched that Dallas Cowboy game, I think that's where we should start. Yes, ma'am. I mean, Sorry. fuck, like, dude. I am just, again, like watching the game, sitting there, not having to like sweat it out at all, mm-hmm. having such confidence in our team. And Besides. I mean, just watching us like dominate and dominate. I mean, think about it. Like we've beat the, you know, we almost beat the Bucks, which I'm sorry, will always be impressive. Not a fluke. Yep. Absolutely. And 
Chargers, that they're the Chargers are a great fucking team. They beat just beat them. the Chiefs. Yeah, Chargers are a great yeah. team. Um, yeah. Philly, I mean, I don't think Philly is like that great, but I think they're better than I thought they were going to be this year. And you know, uh, we'll absolutely. get into it, but didn't do too terrible today Chiefs. against the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, they gave them a run for their money. And Carolina, sure. Carolina is undefeated. I don't know if this, you know, exposed them to being frauds or if we're just that good. I I definitely don't think, you know, we're Cowboy fans. Like, obviously, no one ever wants to give the Cowboys credit. But, I mean, I'm certainly starting to see the narrative change and people are starting to take note. So I'm enjoying that a lot. Yes. Um, One of the most enjoyable things besides just watching our team win has been the commentators, right? Like yeah. they, I mean, usually they're common haters, right? Speaking Good one. Like yes, they are. But Love it's that. just been weird because they don't have anything to blame it on. They like, it's actually just, we're playing good football right now, yes. period. Yeah. And a lot of times the mistakes that we make are just like stupid mistakes too. Like, right. you know, which we got to work out, but I think they're far and few between for the most part. You know, I totally. certainly don't think it's perfect. I think we have things to work on, but I just feel like we are not only like good offensively, but I think defensively we are a lot more impressive than anyone gave us credit for. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, yeah, it's pretty well-rounded. Well, and to be fair, people aren't wrong because they're saying like, look, any anything our defense did this year would have been impressive compared to our defense last year. Well, no shit, but, yeah. <laughs> but we're not just oh, just impressive because we sucked so bad last year. Like yeah, our yeah. defense is fucking balling out like high five clap hands, all the, all the fucking praise hands. I don't give a shit for Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Four yeah. games in a five interceptions in four games and consecutive, obviously consecutively. Yeah. One game, one interception, each game, at least one interception, each game, four, four, four on interceptions every yes. game, which Insane. is like a cowboy record. And then I want to say I read like only 16 other people have ever done that. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Also, he deserves like a key to the city of Dallas or some shit. I don't know. Give yeah. him whatever he wants. That's what I said. I'm like, how do we pay him more? Like, I don't know how to do this, but please don't let him go. Please don't. <laughs> Can we also just get some sort of like Aiden Diggs cam? Like for yes. like we've missed Everything. now four amazing opportunities to have like just a camera on Aiden every time. Like he intercepts the ball. Like that is, these are just missed opportunities. A hundred percent. Like we need to be doing an inside the digs home, I guess only. I think there's a catchier name. There's probably a catchier name we could come up with, but I'm with you. We could. Yeah. Obvious. Yeah. Like some sort of, some sort of cam camera on Aiden at all times is is necessary. Yeah. A hundred percent. So (laughs) awesome. Incredibly fun. Victory formation gives me goosebumps every time. Uh, I don't give up. Uh, uh, uh. It's awesome. And I love well, it. I know. So I'm much. riding this high. We are on our way to the Super Bowl, road to the Super Bowl, getting closer every single time we talk. Loving it. Loving it. Loving it. Loving it. Yeah. Cool. I mean, we could go on for hours and talk about it. I know. I know. Happened, but so ecstatic. Here. Like, oh yeah. my God, I can't. Um, and I don't know, we haven't really talked also about like what we want to talk about or don't want to talk about. I personally thought like another big headline is like the bears apparently are not dead. Yeah. And the lions well, are mean, still the fucking lions. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was like, the lions aren't doing what I was hoping they would do. But like, to me, it doesn't, this game doesn't t- show me anything about the bears. I'm sad. I'm really sad that, um, I'm such an idiot today. He's literally on my fucking fantasy team. David Montgomery goes down with a knee injury. Mm. Like I hate that for them. He's a really good player and he actually played really well fantasy wise today for the first time all year. But yeah, um, that sucks for them. But I just think that well, I always hate injuries, but I just mean like this game today doesn't like playing against the lions. Doesn't really show me like, Oh shit. Y'all are going to be like, here they are. They're so awesome. But I do think right. that they played a much better game today than they have been able to in the past few weeks, whatever. Right. It shows us that they can pull some stuff together and yes. be good. And I do think we have seen today, we saw a Justin Fields that we have not seen since Ohio State, yeah. in that he is excellent and he can play 
I think as long as he's not getting murdered because of his offensive line, go nine fucking, times. go fucking figure. Yeah, um, nine times. So, I mean, that's, I think that that is, again, I think like what you're saying is like, I don't think we need to be like scared of the bears by any stretch of the imagination, but they were looking like dead on arrival the first couple of weeks. So like, yeah. this is a little bit different. And similarly to the lions, they, to me were holding with some very, very talented teams to where I thought, yeah. wow, this might be a year that we see something different from the lions. I was very much expecting the Lions to go out and beat the Bears today. I took the Lions yeah. money line and plus three. They were the underdog. Both of those did not play out well for me, obviously. So yeah, I was wrong. And of course the Bears like figured out how to get a win. Showed up. Now, yeah. will that continue? Probably not. They'll probably continue to be inconsistent, but who knows? Like see, yeah. I'm like, I feel like for Bears fans, like, does this give you a glimmer of hope? Absolutely, because you, you know, you've pro- you you've proven that you have the pieces, but can they be consistent? Right. Yeah, but I, and I think that. too, I think a lot of it, what it says is that a lot of it is very dependent on who they're playing. Yeah, like totally. they were able to make it work today, but given you know a team with a very great defense and you know yeah. other things like that they're probably not going to boat as well. Yeah. One thing that probably has like zero negative percent thing to do with this at all, but this is also the first week that they like Andy Dalton was for sure not playing. So there was no bullshit hanging down. The fans couldn't be yelling about something because there is like Andy Dalton's out. Justin Fields is in. Well, yeah. And I don't, I think you're wrong. I think that there's a, a percentage of things that could impact especially justin fields mentally for that Uh, definitely bears fans and you know certainly the team locker room situation so i think it not a big percent but i think a percentage can impact the team with those type of confusion happening you know week to week what i think will be interesting moving forward is how do you go back to Dalton now after you've right. seen today's performance? But we know Matt Nagy and we know he fucking will. So well, that'll least, be interesting. Yeah. Well, but at least he didn't call the plays today. His offensive coordinator did. Well, so but he did have comment. to make the comment that all plays go through him. Well, yeah, because he sucks. Yeah. No, I like, know. But honestly. it was last like, week. He was all like taking the blame. He was like, it starts. He's like, I'm the coach. It starts with me. And, you know, I didn't coach a good game and blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, he didn't like announce beforehand, but after the game, he was like, yeah, so-and-so called the plays. But yeah, you're right. That's Yeah, he was like, well, all offensive plays go through me, but it was this person making the call or something. I can't remember what his fucking statement was. That's annoying. He's not Aggie. That's annoying. Yeah. So anyway, not much else on that. Just thought it was like a big, obvious uh, thing today. And then um, Chiefs beat the Eagles, but it started out very ugly. Very ugly. Oh my Very God. ugly for the yeah. Chiefs. Um, yeah. They have a lot of work to do still. Yeah. Something, something's that might going right. on. Yeah. I hate to say it, but like earlier in this year, and this is just silly, right? Like people say the curse of like, you know, you get, you sign, make a, you know, a huge signing bonus or whatever. Like Mark mm-hmm. Andrews, for example, for the Baltimore yeah. Ravens hasn't done shit this year. And like a month ago, he signed this huge contract. I feel like that happens to a lot of people. Maybe I just like conspiracies. Um, no, which we all know I do. I think it's fair. Um, but like with Patrick Mahomes specifically, like how much does that motherfucker have going on? He buys the Royals, he gets engaged and it's like such a big dramatic situation, right? Get, uh, gets pregnant, has a baby, uh, has a wedding is doing all this stuff and everything is like so blown up. And so his like, brother is causing off field drama. Uh, exactly. So like, there's so much going on. I'm like, at what point do you say like, this shit's got to stop during the season. And maybe it has, I don't fucking know. And I'm maybe it's not distracting him. He's a freak of nature, but I'm just saying like, it just seems like a lot has been going on around him. And I'm not saying he's terrible and why the chiefs aren't doing great, but it does right. start with him and it, no, he, it's doing some uncharacteristic type things. And I'm not worried about it. It's just weird. They definitely need to get their shit together. Very much. So I think they also have some offensive line, change-ups that's really impacting their play but yeah they're definitely not looking like the same old chiefs and i think that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow i took them again this week which i really did not want to but 
after we played, you know, against Philly, I was just really thinking, surely they will cover, I think it was six. And I like, I think they, I mean, they did cover, but I think they're like my only win so far today, which sucks, but I'm like, they, they have really not been covering. So thank God they finally did cover today. Cause they were like my last hope so far. I still yeah. have tonight's game, but, but yeah, I don't know. I, the chiefs are going, they're just an enigma so far this year that I'm just not, I don't trust them at this yeah, point. Yeah, like exactly. I have a completely different feeling about them than I did obviously the year before. I think a lot of people do. I don't think it's totally lost. Like obviously they have great fucking talent. I mean, Travis Kelsey, um, Pat Mahomes, Tyreek. Yeah. All these big names that just like their talent should not go wasted. And I think they'll, you know, at the end of the day, they'll be able to figure something out, but they've also got to figure it out quick. Cause I mean, we got to remember like the chargers not only went and got a win, and that's in that's in division. That's the, a divisional yeah. a divisional um, opponent. They went into the Chiefs' house and got a win. So yeah, that's, that's tough. tough. That's a big step for them to be up on the Chiefs so early in this season. So absolutely, um, that may come back to bite the Chiefs in the ass. Moving on, Giants get their first win today in overtime versus well, the Saints. Well, so can we talk about two, just because both the Jets and the Giants both went into overtime and both got their first wins today? Yeah. Both played in New York. Yes. That's happened before, which is a kind of a weird stat, but I didn't (laughs) write it down. Um, But yeah, sorry. Keep going about the Giants. I just was like, that's a weird thing. Both or two oh, New York yeah. teams both go into overtime and both win to get their first wins. It's yes, like, which what? I mean, I have the I have the Jets on here too. So we'll just talk through both of these games. But yeah, yeah. um, Saquon had a great game and two weeks in a row, y'all. Two yeah. weeks in a row. I was gonna say because you have him, right? I do. I figured I do. you were pretty excited. Um, but yeah, the Saints, I mean, I was I stayed away from that game, but was kind of, obviously I felt like leaning a little more saints there, especially this being their home opener back in the Superdome. Um, but stayed away from it and glad I did, but, um, I don't know. The saints have just been super inconsistent. So it's like, I agree, man, a weird inconsistency, right? Like so many people throughout NFL and college, it's just like, wow, like can't, can't figure can't get a read on any of these teams really. No, no, it's, um, and then, yeah, like you said, the jets also pulling out a win in overtime over the fucking Titans. I did bet this game. I took the Titans minus six huge mistake. Who the fuck knew the jets were going to fucking show up today. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't help that, which not to interrupt, but I took this game way earlier this week. And I did not know at the time that the Titans were going to have the injuries that they did ultimately have, but still thought that they would be able to cover a six. Yeah. I really thought that too. Obviously I'm happy for my boy, Robert (laughs) Salah. Yeah. Um, Super pumped for him, but yeah, I mean, the Titans missed, they missed that field goal at the end. Yeah. At the end. That would have, I mean, but that even still would have just tied it up. Yeah. Double Um, overtime. Yeah. Or or they would have just kept going. Right. Cause it's time now. Uh, well, it was field goal, field goal. And then they just play again. Right. Yeah. So it's like, like like you both get a chance and then a touchdown, then you lose automatically. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you score a field goal, you get a chance to make a field goal and they did. And yeah, I don't really understand the time thing either because it's like, it's not like, yeah, if they would have made it and then tied it. Well, no. Yeah. If they would have made the field goal, they would have just kept going. Right. So, but that's what I think the time's for. But the time, like, I realized maybe there needs to be a clock, but like had the Jets, yeah, or, or I'm it. sorry, had, um, let's say the Titans scored a field goal, or God damn it, had the Titans scored a touchdown there, the game would have been over regardless of right. the time. So, yeah. well, but that, the well, time right, is they really a touchdown for sure. But if they would have tied it, I mean, it still doesn't make sense to have a time because you could just call that second overtime. Then. That's what I mean. Like it's at the time makes no sense, but I guess they just, have to have a time clock going. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just but whatever. Doesn't I'm matter. Just, doesn't matter. But yes, that. the Jets got their win, their first win. Yeah. And I am shocked at how bad the Titans are this year. Shocked. Yeah, it is one. Even Derrick Henry, like he did well. Like he's got yeah. 25 fantasy points. So like whatever. But clearly there was a lot of other things not happening for them today. 
Yikes. Um, any other three o'clock games that you want to talk about? I think that's, oh, no, it's not all I had on my list. I forgot we jumped around. Uh, well, I think the only other thing I had was Bill shut out the Texans. Oh, God. Yeah, your boy Mitch. Yeah, Mitchell got some playing time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I certainly thought the Bills were going to win this game. I didn't know they were going to shut the Texans out. Really yeah. wish I would have took the Bills there because I've been tempted now to take the Bills like back to back games, but the lines have just been so large that it's so hard. And the Texans have proven that they can score, yes, you know, like they that they can play. So that I mean, their line was like something crazy, like twelve or yeah, it was it was a big line, and I got I got nervous and backed off of it, and now I'm obviously regretting that fucking decision. Um, I get it totally get it so any other three o'clock games i don't know that there are that might be all of them fuck i don't know i'd have to think about it um, um well those were mostly like noon games weren't they? i mean yeah i meant noon sorry i'm no <laughs> i'm so confused now today noon any other noon games that you want to talk about no i mean it was obviously harder because i watched the cowboy game and i didn't yeah. do like the red zone thing so i'm like i didn't watch any of the other games and exactly that's how it was for me so those were kind yeah. of but even the three o'clock games were hard too, because we were recording pretty much directly following. So it's hard to like bounce around to catch everything. So again, it is what it is, but the Cardinals, dude, I mean that like the Rams are fucking good. Yeah, I know. And for the Cardinals to come in and do that kind of work, yeah, which I think it ended up getting, I think the score ended up being well, 3720 was the final, yeah. but I think Kyler kind of didn't really do as much in the fourth quarter, like to where that almost could have been a much larger margin. Yeah. But for the Cardinals to come in and beat the fucking Rams by that much, that is why they are that is yeah. Impressive. It was pretty it was pretty handily. When I think that's the the to me, the difference between the Cardinals now and the Cardinals last year, their defense wasn't what it was this year that it was or yeah. Defense is better this year than it was last year, period. Absolutely. Their offense is always going to be good. And of course they've added DeAndre Hopkins and all that other shit. But right. like, we've always said like offense is never always going to win. No, Like no. you're going to win some games here and there, but you're not going to make it to the fucking Super Bowl, And you're definitely not going to win it with just offense. And I have a feel like the chiefs proved that last year. Right. Absolutely. And I feel like this year, the cards are like, well, and we were pretty big on the Cardinals last year. Like we were very much yeah. like, this is an impressive team, but they were just lacking a little bit. I think they figured out what they were lacking. Like, yeah. And I, I hate, mean, hate to have to admit this and maybe, which we've never about, said, just about to say it. We've never said Cliff Kingsbury is a bad coach. Okay. <laughs> and I'll never, I won't say it, but I, I, I think we do need to recognize his growth since he came into yes. the NFL And what he's been able to do as far as connecting with his team and doing what he's done. I mean, well done. Whatever, man. Yeah. I Yeah. Want to clarify. Never said he was a bad coach, but will did say and will forever say, I don't understand what that guy did to earn an NFL head coaching job. Please find me what it was that he did. Like quarterback coach. Absolutely. Like offensive, offensive uh, offensive coordinator, maybe head coach. I don't what? see it. He never even had a winning record. So like, I'm never going to like Me not neither. say that. I'm never going to change my mind. Those facts are just facts. Well, and maybe it'll work out from him. Maybe it'll work out for him. And it clearly is working out for him, but that's just my feelings. And a lot of that is backed by fucking records. So like, well, yeah. And that'll, that'll never change. Right. Like he can start proving saying, it now, yeah. but that's, he's proving it after the fact. What we're saying is it's weird that he got the yeah. chance. I don't like, know. Cool. Bravo. Somebody, they heard it and saw yeah. it correctly. You Somebody took a chance on him yeah. and maybe it'll work out. And it certainly looks great so far, yes. but you can't take away from the fact that like, there's nowhere that says he necessarily earned or deserved a head coaching job in the NFL, no. but not to and, say that like, that's how no. it should be. If you want to take on chance on somebody, that is your fucking right. right Whoever it decided yeah. it credit to job, you. It's, it's doing well right now. Yeah. I so. mean, hopefully he's got it. Like, hopefully he's a pretty cheap head coach, honestly. Yeah. Well, probably not knowing him. No, I don't um, know. Um, uh, but yeah, moving on Seahawks 
over the Niners. Like Jesus H man, 28 I mean, to 21. And yeah, like that was the ball. final, but it was way larger way. of a margin for most the of that game. game. Yeah. Yeah. I know um, Debo and Debo Samuel balled out y'all balled out. And I'm like, how is this 28 to 21? Like, first of all, I don't, I don't know what's going on with the Seahawks this year. They put something together today, but I was shocked by that. I honestly was like, not really sure who to go with on this game, but I really thought oh. the 49ers would like pull that fucking shit. Out. I almost pulled the trigger on the Niners. Cause I thought for sure the Niners, but then with how inconsistent the Seahawks have been, I backed off. Hey. Thank fucking God. But after last week, I took them minus two against uh, Vikings. They lost to the Vikings yeah. last week. Yeah, which is very insane. handily lost to the Vikings last week. Yeah. So yeah, to think that they were going to come out and fucking destroy the 49ers was very. It's just shocking. Again, this Dude, is yeah more evidence of inconsistency, but. The Seahawks might be good this year. The Niners might be good this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't know. Verdict's still out. Yeah. Um, but Jimmy Garoppolo did go down. His calf got stepped on or something, so he might be out. And Trey Lance will be maybe starting his first NFL game next week. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think it'll be interesting to see. It could be very similar to like the Justin Field situation that we have going on in Chicago because I think the fans are certainly calling for Trey Lance, from what yeah. I understand. So. We'll see. But yeah, I just could not believe today. I know. Also shocked at how well the Ravens did against the Broncos. Oh my God. Right. Well, like another weird one where the Ravens are like this sneaky, they've had 10 million injuries and then somehow keep pulling yes. back out of their asses or whatever. Which they clearly have depth and we know that. And I will add yeah. that I, I had said from, for a little bit now, like, or I guess the first, you know, all this time, like the Broncos just haven't really played anyone of talent. Like we Fair. need to remember that they've played the last week. They played the jets and they won, like they shut them out the week before was the, I think they played the giants and the Jaguars. So one of those is week one, one of those is week two. So, I mean, they have not played teams that have much talent. So True. this is like their first real test and they yeah. failed. Yeah, they absolutely failed. But I would say maybe the difference between the Broncos this year than last year is maybe like more of a consistency of like, they do have some good players. They can put plays together, obviously. And like, I don't know that last year they would have, like, they should have won the games they've won this year. Right. But yeah, last year, absolutely. I don't know that they would have won those games that they should have won because they just, they were not gelling last year. In mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. So. And, an, and a problem with, you know, how we're recording today is I think at one point Bridgewater went out. I don't know yeah. that he was out for most of the game for a play of the game. I'm not exactly sure. So I can't really like comment. <laughs> that could have been another factor of them losing. I think it was like protocol concussion protocol. Oh yeah. So like, I really would have to go back and like research, like who played what, and if he played more or less, that yeah. could be a big factor in their loss. But Obviously, I think that, like we said, the Ravens continue to pull stuff together, even with their many, many, many unfortunate injuries. So like they're an impressive fucking team. And I can't imagine the level that they'd be playing at if they had a full fucking slate. Yeah, it is crazy because really their only loss was that first week against the Raiders. And that was a crazy fucking game where it went into overtime and they really probably should have won that game. And they didn't. Mm-hmm. Green Other, Bay Steelers. What'd you say? Green Bay Steelers. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that was next. Um, yep. Packers. Um, I thought that would be, I, I thought that would be a closer game. I guess I I've never really like, I know in our like fun little TikTok video, <laughs> I picked the Steelers to win the division. Yeah. I thought the Steelers would obviously be better than they are this year. I don't know that I thought they would just be like crazy good, but I am shocked at how bad they are. Yeah, me too. Although, I mean, they've had a rough, they've had a rough schedule, so I'll give them a little bit there. I think they will start to win games at some point, but like, damn, it's, it's not, it's been, it's been rough for them. It's been rough for them and it doesn't help them that like Aaron Rodgers spent one whole game brooding and not being good. And then (laughs) finally everybody attacked him. And it's like, y'all don't you fucking get it by now? Like Aaron Rodgers, that those are when his little hearts on like super Mario two go up, like 
That's when he gets lives is when y'all tell him he can't do it and that he doesn't give a shit. And then all of a sudden he becomes super Aaron, stupid (laughs) Rogers and does this bullshit. Like we've got to stop jinxing him because he just turns on the jets, just figures it out. So it doesn't help the Steelers that Aaron Rodgers is on one and is trying to again, prove something that none of us give a shit about. Right. I know. I know. It's it's tough, but I'm like, yeah, the Packers are fucking good this year, I guess. Fuck me. Yeah, gross. Um, gross, gross, gross. Yeah, I don't know. I think we've talked about most of the games today. Um, I don't really I the other ones I think that we missed were like Vikings, question Vikings, mark. Colts, Dolphins, Browns. Vikings, they Browns. Friday, Thursday. No, I think Vikings oh, Browns play the Vikings, played each Vikings other. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, which I think the Brown, yeah, the Browns won 14-7. Um, that must've been a big defensive battle, which makes sense. But I just would have thought like, I definitely thought the Browns were going to win, but it's been hard with how well the Vikings have been playing too. The Colts dolphins. That was one. Now I'm kicking myself for, I saw that Miami was the favorite team. I thought that was insane. Of course I ended up taking the lions over the Colts, which now I'm regretting that obviously the Colts won 27, 17, but the Colts are dealing with a lot of injuries. So I backed away yeah. and Miami has proven that they have been able to continue to play through their injuries too. So um, yeah. I was wrong about that as well. We also didn't talk about football team beating the Falcons in what was a very close game, 34 to 30. Yeah. But Cowboys won, football team won, Giants won. Sorry about you, Philly. But the NFC East, what's going on? Yeah, weird day. JK, I don't I don't <laughs> think we're still pretty weak division. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um anything else? Yeah, we've got primetime game just yeah. started. Brady versus Belichick. I'm very anxious to see how this goes. Me too, me too. And then Monday night football is Raiders Chargers, which that should be a pretty good game. I would think the Chargers could win, but um, no, it's this weekend. The Raiders have not been terrible. Yeah. So, um, anything else today? Um, I feel like this is going to be quick and dirty. Just football, football, football. Yeah. And yeah, um, I yeah, I don't even have time to like Mm-mm. think right now because all I did was like make sure I had everything ready for this podcast. Yeah. So I'm probably missing a bajillion things. I think that's all we have for today. So um, like we said, kind of an off week, but it is what it is and bear with us, but we'll be back on schedule for the next week. As far as I know, (laughs) Um, as far as I know, but yeah. So thanks for joining us. It's been a wonderful time. We'll, (laughs) we'll be uh, exiting to go watch the primetime game and we'll cover anything that we miss in our next podcast. I'm sure it will be very uh, super headlines, but riveting right. stuff today, Jess. Good job. <laughs> oh, I don't know, guys. Like, <laughs> I'm debating now whether we should have even put a podcast out at all. I know. I, I think know. Urban Meyer's drama saved us. <laughs> I know. Thank God. Thanks, Herbs. Yeah. God, we are not. We uh, Sundays are not for us. Sundays no, are not for the girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, fine, guys. You're right. Oh, wait. No, Saturdays are for no, the boys. Yeah, the Saturdays are for the boys. Oh, Fridays are for the girls, maybe. I don't know. Every day is for the girls. Okay. Don't you? Yeah, get that's it? true. That's true. Um, all yeah. right. Thanks for joining us. Like, subscribe, follow all the things. Check out dimers.com. Yes. I'm Jess. She's Rainy. We're signing off. Goodbye. Goodbye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.